Welcome to the Diasporadicals podcast. We are three African millennial women getting together to discuss our lives and experiences as expats living in the UK. This is not enough. What's your name? I am Billie Jean and I'm not your average lover. <laughs> okay, jokes aside, I am just not your average. Just your name. I am Rhea, the ranting queen, and I have so much to complain about. Oh my god. Your name? Hey listeners, it's Kish. You're expert in everything fuckery. I'm a straight shooter, so do not expect any filter from me. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners, to another episode. Here's the Diasporadicals coming at you in the middle of our two days of summer. But, <laughs> yes! <laughs> You know, Accurate. you know how it is. You know how it is. And um, a few episodes ago, like uh, we talked about, you know, Black Lives Matter and what was going on in the world, and yeah. you know what has transpired. You know, a lot has transpired since. Um, yeah. You know, internationally, particularly with regards to Black businesses, or more specifically, Black-owned businesses. So, yeah. Have you ladies heard anything? What's been going on? First of all, black lives still matter. It didn't end. Yeah. I have to say, I love, I love how in the US they're still protesting, they're still going out there. The news has decided to stop covering it, but every day they're still out there. It's so beautiful to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in London they've still continued protesting. Yes, right? yes, they have. If they're doing it this weekend, but they have, and mm-hmm. so that's really cool. Um, and I think as a result of that, we got a lot of businesses like being promoted. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. nice to see. Um, I'm someone who tried to make a commitment this year to um, support black business um, mm-hmm. and use more of my uh, my income when I do have income. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if I need stuff, I'd rather try and get it from black business. So yeah, that is, that is the thing I try to do. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard much. I mean, it just started and ended that time with the whole George Floyd thing. Obviously, we've had the updates about the... Um, the statue in Bristol, how they put a new statue of that <laughs> black lady and then they tore it down 24 hours later. Um, I think that's about, you know, what we've covered in the UK. However, I think uh, shortly after the whole Black Lives Matter thing um, became, you know, out there, um, people started talking about black businesses and creating awareness and how we should support black businesses. And I haven't always been conscious about that, if I'm to be honest, in, in my past. I've just never thought about, okay, let me, instead of buying from this business, let me buy from this business. I've just always gone for uh, what I like and I've not been deliberate about it. And I think that's why this episode is so important to me because I feel like I'm going to learn, like, why should I support black businesses? We've been hearing a lot about Black Wall Street. I think a lot of us, like I, before the whole Black Lives Matter thing, I've not heard, I'd never heard about Black Wall Street. Um, Do you guys know anything about like Black Wall Street? Well, um, from what I know about Black Wall Street, this was, uh, it, it's something that started in like the 1920s. And yeah. it, it started because a group of, you know, prominent black business owners and and you know businesses mm-hmm. decided to mm-hmm. bunch together you know to kind of yeah. support each other and build some sort of economic community within themselves as opposed yeah. to the white wall street which was really like blocking them out from gaining wealth mm-hmm. and acquiring that sort of you know wealth 
well, sadly, you know, it, it, it was such a beautiful idea and it was very prominent and um, yeah. it had a lot of hope and promise, but mm-hmm. that didn't get to be realized, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, yeah. black people can't have anything nice. Eh? They had to destroy <laughs> they can't. They just had to, they just had to you know, just mm-hmm. ruin it, yeah. burn it down, yes. you know? Yeah. The listeners can yeah. go look up the yeah. Tulsa massacre. It was very, very heartbreaking, you know? Yes. And, and, and yes. I feel like since then, particularly in America, it's been mm-hmm. hard for black mm-hmm. people to come together and try to, you know, try to imitate or rebuild that economic strength. Yeah, so yeah, speak. yeah, yeah. And just to build on that, I mean, the, the whole concept of Black Wall Street, as we know it now, it just basically started from how, you know, the Black people were segregated and they couldn't, in Tulsa, they couldn't go into town where it was predominantly, or it was all white people that moved um, over due to the, you know, oil boom. Mm-hmm. They couldn't go into town and buy lots of basic stuff or stuff they needed because people wouldn't sell to them. So they started selling amongst themselves, mm-hmm. um, buying and selling amongst themselves. And like you said, Ria, the massacre that happened because a black guy allegedly, you know, raped a white woman, you know, and there was that uproar for a couple of days and that led to burning down. Um, of kind of more so the market and the the you know the debt of Black Wall Street as we know it. I think that also ties into how we're seeing how we keep saying support Black businesses now because it's almost like we're trying to say like um, let's buy from each other as opposed to buy from other people or other races, right? But I'm I'm very like I I get the concept. I love it. I respect it. I'm for it. But we have to ask the questions because, uh, you know, why are we doing this? Like, why should we support black businesses? Like, I'm also in that category where I'm still trying to understand the why. Like, what is the start? What is what tells us or what is what is it that tells us that if we buy from each other, and we support our black businesses, it's going to change stuff. Billy yeah. James. Mm-hmm. So, um. I mean, first of all, I'd just like to say, if you want to see an, a dramatization of Black Wall Street, a show I recommend is Watchmen. Have you guys watched it? No, no I haven't. I might check Let me it tell out. you, please, please, do <laughs> you will thank me yeah. multiple times. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, you you message me thank you once, it'll be a few times, and you'll know why. Okay. Watch it. It's basically like a based on a comic book. Um, you might see some some familiar things in there, but it does star. What's her name? Regina. I think I can't say what's her name. Whatever. Regina Hall. But, um, what? What? Great, what is it on Netflix? No, is it on Netflix? No, you will have to find other means. Okay, cool. So, right. <laughs> I get you. I but get you. It is great. <laughs> it is fantastic. Um, and so it is an interesting. Uh, it's interesting that they. It is. There's a lot of race related stuff in there, but definitely watch it. So they just dramatize mm-hmm. it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. One of the first episodes. Um, and then the second thing I was going to say is that it's, it's interesting to me, um, why, why support black businesses? So it's a great question and I'll, I'll say my personal side of it. Um, there is the fact that the economy of the world is the way it is, yeah. the way it works, the way mm-hmm. it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you find that, you know, within every country people are, you know, 
engaging with each other in economic ways, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, when you live in a Western country, yes, and you're a minority as a black person, mm-hmm. um, the challenge there you have is that very often you are coming from a place where you don't have a lot of connections. Yes, in that that e- economic um, environment, you don't have the same support. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't already have wealth. So you're really yes. starting from zero very often. Yes. And it's very difficult to compete with someone who's starting at 20. You know, the privileges of life in general as mm-hmm. a black person living mm-hmm. in a white country, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're competing on that level. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think it's important for us to uplift our own and spend within our own so that we can have a chance mm-hmm. at being capable of building a Tesco. Mm-hmm. We'll never be able to build Tesco mm-hmm. where we're starting from. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. too far behind. Um, very many communities already do this. Asians mm-hmm. do this. Right. Other races do it. I won't mention them because when you do, people will call you racist. They cut on. You know what okay. I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Which is which is interesting. And my thing is, I'm like more power to them and I respect that. They look out for each mm-hmm. other. They have each other's mm-hmm. backs. Because what happens? Right. When you're divided, it's so much easier mm-hmm. for you to not develop anything for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and as black people, we, we I know we have our own interpersonal challenges when it comes mm-hmm. to this kind of stuff, and we'll discuss this in this episode, but I feel like we cannot be expecting other people to help us mm-hmm. if we're not mm-hmm. doing the work ourselves. Mm-hmm. It also is a good test of our own ability mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. show that, that we can do stuff, which we can. Mm-hmm. We know this for a fact. Mm-hmm. There are some mm-hmm. successful black people in this world. When mm-hmm. it comes to black business, mm-hmm. I'll give some examples around. Um, I'll give some examples of how we could specialize in products that uh, help us, right? Because we know ourselves the best. Mm-hmm. 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 But the funny thing is, we don't. We're not the. We're not the leaders in any of these things, which right. is really upsetting. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a bit more about that, mm-hmm. right? It's not only upsetting because of. Um, that someone else is do, is an expert on your thing, but it's because of how those things work. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily get to compete with them because they're starting with resources that we don't mm-hmm. have. Right. I'll give, for example, the hair thing, which I know we'll talk about a bit more, but there's a lot of black hair brands right. that, are, that can, they don't have access to suppliers mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the suppliers refuse to work with them because they're black. Right. So they close them out of these things. Mm. So they're they're left out of this whole mm. thing. Mm. So mm. there are lots of hair companies we know. Most mm. of them are Asian owned. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can't get you can't. This is why we are successful in shea butter because it's our product from our continent. Mm-hmm. 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 We're not successful at other things because you have to if you have to go through suppliers in Asia, mm-hmm. they're going to block you. So they monopolize mm. products that we use the most mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we don't even get a chance. So even when you're trying, you don't get a chance. This is why it's important for us to support ourselves. And it's also important for other communities, allies, to support us because we are facing these extra hurdles that nobody's going to tell a white person, oh, I'm not going to supply you with X because you're white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're the only ones who face that discrimination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so even when you're trying to do something good for yourself and your community, mm-hmm. you're being blocked. Mm-hmm. This is what we have to spend within our own community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get that black dollar going around. Build mm-hmm. our own community because we're not. Nobody else is helping us. Yeah. Okay. So, are you then trying to say that, um, in doing so, we are not only creating things like generational wealth, but we are also creating jobs, 
amongst ourselves? Would that be mm-hmm. what you're kind of translating Absolutely. into? It is mm-hmm. hard. It is mm-hmm. hard to build anything. Mm-hmm. 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 So when people are trying to do it, the mm-hmm. worst thing that can happen is for someone to literally sabotage that because of racism. Right. You, they tell us on one hand, you guys don't do anything for yourselves. Why mm-hmm. pull yourself out by the bootstrap? So now you're trying to pull yourself out by the bootstrap, but then they go burn your shit down. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you, How do you win? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is why we have to spend on ourselves. Okay, cool. All right. And also, we are experts in ourselves. So. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, I, re- I really want to get to Ria's take on this. Like, what do you think? Well, I have, you know, I have, I, I have very varied takes on things. Mm-hmm. And... You know, like Billie Jean was saying, you know, we have to support ourselves and we have to monopolize on the things that affect us the most. But I feel like it goes much deeper than that. Like uh, Billie Mm -hmm. Jean gave the example of shea butter. But sadly, Mm -hmm. I don't think we don't we 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 monopolize. We own the monopoly on shea butter. Oh, we we don't. don't. We just produce it. We're not blocked. Well, but all we do is produce it as Africans and sell it for cheap to these manufacturers who are the ones who Mm -hmm. actually profit from it. Mm -hmm. Right? So we're not making real profit off our own Mm -hmm. products. Right? We're giving Mm -hmm. them away to other white-owned companies that are going to Mm -hmm. go and triple, quadruple the money or even 10 times whilst, Mm -hmm. you know, the farmers on the ground who are, you know, planting the cocoa planting the, you know, the shea butter trees, coffee, all those things that, you know, all these raw materials that happen to be coming out of Africa and making other people outside Africa rich, while Africans themselves, the farmers, from the get-go, from the ground, I look at it from the ground to the, right. to, to, to the, to the buyer or the supplier, you know, we need to right. own it all. And I personally right. don't think it's being racist because like I I grew up in Uganda there's a big Indian community there I don't think it's being racist but tomorrow if an Indian person landed in my country with no penny to his name his community will support them their community right. will support each other they'll build businesses together right. and they keep that wealth right. within the community so I don't really think that there should be any shame about black people saying you know what we want our own thing and we're doing this for ourselves right um, yeah, everyone doing else is it. doing it. The Chinese are doing right. it. The Chinese are setting up businesses in our countries and hiring Chinese from their own countries to come and do those jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? There's also been an argument. I mean, obviously, following from what you guys said, I really want to get your take on this because there's been, you know, arguments <laughs> we've seen on Twitter where people are wondering, like, what is this whole support black businesses thing? Because does it really put a dent? Does it really take us anywhere? Like, if we had to say, okay, supporting black businesses or the black economy when it stemmed from, you know, Africa, that makes so much sense because as a continent, we are so behind, we're a dumping ground, we are at a, an economic disadvantage. Um, and people have argued that building that makes so much sense. Not only do we have infrastructure, not only do we have an economic advantage, but, you know, we don't, we have power in terms of world politics if that makes sense now people's argument is here like we all know in the uk where the minority in the us or in the west where the minority what dents like what's the point of supporting black businesses because you know how are we all we're doing is kind of recycling that money not only within our community but within the country that we're in so we are actually not developing 
our if we think about it we're not developing our country and our continent right because we're still paying taxes because we're still paying rent because we're still paying for stuff within the country that we're in so how much of a dent are we really you know putting like what's really what is the point apart from like i you know agree with uh, billy jean's point of creating generational wealth somewhat and then keep, keeping the jobs within the community so that we don't have people going to prison and just being in gangs and not doing much with their lives how much dent are we really putting by this movement Rhea? well i think there is a big dent that is being being put on maybe it's not seen mm-hmm. very like directly and it's not you know like obvious to your face right but Right. But, um, and I'm speaking from an African point of view and as a diasporadical, right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact figures, but on an annual basis, the billions mm-hmm. of dollars and pounds that are actually mm-hmm. sent back to Africa from Africans mm-hmm. in the diaspora mm, mm-hmm. has caused a dent. Mm-hmm. How many kids mm-hmm. has that money educated? How many hospitals mm-hmm. has it built? How many roads has mm-hmm. it built? You know? Mm-hmm. It might be, mm-hmm. we might be talking about, yes, as we are here paying taxes, but how much money mm-hmm. annually are we sending mm-hmm. back? Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. that money we're sending back is helping build communities, helping build people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate that back home, like, here's the thing. This is my, for me, what I think would be ideal is normally what happens is family comes together, puts some money together and sends this one golden child to yes to mm. europe or whatever mm-hmm. to go and get mm-hmm. an education mm-hmm. um and they go get an education and they're struggling there you know in europe or whatever there's racism whatever else they're struggling they're struggling with all these things mm-hmm. but they still send some small thing back that small thing back is mm-hmm. big back home right because mm-hmm. our dollars stretch more mm-hmm. pounds mm-hmm. stretch more mm-hmm. back home right um, okay and i would just like to say there's tons of fintechs that are coming up that are uh, around this industry of sending money back home. Um, TransferWise just got a $4 billion value, valuation this past week. Asians are doing this. They send money back home. This is what everybody's doing. It is super important because they know, I mean, what I think in an ideal world should happen is that you send this money back home and the people back home now also vote with sense and mm. also start to change their own mm-hmm. thing. It's. It, I feel like it will only work with with mm-hmm. those two things but it's also very important for me to send money to my mom my grandma or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be because mm-hmm. i know mm-hmm. how much difference it makes for their mm-hmm. lives right mm-hmm. so that really is a big part of it i think most money that goes into africa that is used by africans mm-hmm. right is mm-hmm. actually from overseas mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so the diaspora is helping people survive mm-hmm. back home it mm-hmm. really is and helping people thrive as well so i think it's super important and also helping people be able to invest in small ways no matter what that is whether it's property or whatever the case may be right so mm-hmm. it makes a massive difference mm-hmm. so imagine if we supported each other because mm-hmm. if you've got a hundred pounds and mm-hmm. you spend 68 pounds on whatever mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. doesn't go to black owned business and then you spend 30 on black owned and then 10 on whatever else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's thir- that's 30 percent if you increase that amount, mm-hmm. now imagine how much more investment is going to these businesses, mm-hmm. and therefore they can flourish more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It isn't a massive dent because we are a minority, mm-hmm. but it makes a difference because they actually rely on us more. Mm-hmm. You don't see black white people necessarily saying, "Oh, I am going to shop at a black whatever." Mm-hmm. How many of your white friends shop regularly at any black thing? 
Mm. Apart from dark sugars in Brooklyn. <laughs> well, 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 Do you they, know well, they, go to, they go to Jamaican restaurants, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. going to say that. Uh-huh. Jamaican restaurants. So there's mm-hmm. Car- but please also check which ones are actually exactly because if you go to reggae reggae what 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 uh, what is it called <laughs> are they black owned please we'll 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 talk about this uh, li- li- yeah. Levi again yeah. are, are they black owned is, <laughs> is, is it not is it not another one of those brands or some black owned he's a black man no Levi he's a black man is yeah, he owning Levi. it please my question does he own it as far as I know me and investors. Dragons then they thing. invested in the business. Yeah, it's, it, mm-hmm. he doesn't 100%. I hope it, he owns it. <laughs> I don't break my heart. Well, I hope he owns enough to have control over mm. it, right? Because I think yeah. that's the important thing. You don't have to own everything, it's okay to get investment from whatever, mm-hmm. but it's important to have some control mm-hmm. so that you can have put that black influence in there. Yeah, um, and that's really important. Cool, yeah. cool. Because we've got we, nobody's complaining when you shop at white owned, nobody's complaining when you shop at Asian owned. Why is it now questions? The questions arise when you're shopping in black owned. It's like maybe because we're shouting on the rooftops and saying support black businesses. Maybe that's why. Because I don't know. I've never heard of like I mean, uh, like for example, the Chinese people saying support Asian businesses or the white people support that's white why. businesses. See what I mean? So I think because of that, like people are like, uh. But I get. I totally get what you're I think, saying. I think. 100%. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But I feel like it's inherent. And I feel like as black people, we also need to shout and say, support black businesses. Also to remind each other. Because not only, Mm -hmm. like when we talk about Chinese, Indians, Mm -hmm. yes, Mm -hmm. they have their own divisions or whatever, but they haven't been divided and broken apart the way black people have. You get what I mean? So sometimes even Mm -hmm. Africans look at each other and say, why should I support that Nigerian restaurant? You know what I mean? It's like, the, yeah, it's just yeah. like the, the, we're already torn apart and we just need to remind each other that, listen, yes. we're supporting each other. We have to come mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. I right. don't care where you're okay. from. If you're black, I support you. As Issa Rae said, yes. finished. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I totally I agree with you ladies. Um, I, I mean, let's just talk, take a pause for a minute and just see how like the companies are trying to jump on the bandwagon of this whole super black business because mm-hmm. that's something I really noticed on Twitter. Immediately, you know, the Black Lives Matter happened. Then, you know, the fallback was the the whole not the fallback, the resulting um conversations or topics was obviously supporting black businesses. And now we have, you know, companies jumping on that bandwagon do you guys or do you do you ladies like um know of any companies that are trying to jump on the bandwagon and why they might want to do that oh i mean there's plenty of them most of them pledged something or the other i think ebay pledged quite a big amount i was very surprised but um is there was there a follow-through do you know so this is what i'm saying this is what this is what i'm thinking about when i see these things is i have I, I, I need two things to happen if you make a pledge to do something, right? One is transparency. Have have a webpage. I'm sure eBay can afford a webpage where people can sign up with their email address and get a newsletter every month of what's happened with that money that they pledged, right? Because me, as a person who's got my own shit to deal with, my own problems, my own life to handle, mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to go and check what has been eBay been doing. I'm not going to be proactive in that. It's a lot of work for me to yeah. check on these companies that have mm-hmm. pledged something. I need them to say, 
we've pledged this and we're going to let you know. Do you sign up on our website? We'll send you a week, monthly newsletter of what happened, right? So there isn't transparency. So I have questions. Every time someone decides to do something like that, I'm like, it's going to be very difficult for me to, 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 to actually check and, and keep you accountable on what you've committed to do. Um, and the other thing I need to see from them is actually details. Now, a lot of them, they say, they give you all these details, but you're just like, but I don't really know, understand what effects that will have, one. Or, it is so much legalese, I'm like, break this shit down for me. I don't have time to to read legal documents or whatever your, you, you, you know, your pledges happen to be. So, a lot of the time, they're inaccessible in that sense that you can't really understand what they're trying to do. Um, and they give you this long-ass page, and I'm just like, okay, this is a lot of work for me. But I'm just like, the intent is good. The amount of money eBay, for example, put forward is a massive amount. It is nice to see. If it works, great. But there's no guarantee. I feel like we've been here so many different times. This is why I personally don't want to rely on some big random company to do things because it's hard for for them to be accountable. I'd rather spend my dollars in my community because then I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For sure. Like, I'm accountable to myself. It's really hard. Uh, but I really hope it is genuine. I really hope it's sincere, and I really hope it has an effect because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's a good amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned eBay. Like I personally saw a bunch of them. I mean, the Fashion Overs, uh, the Pretty Little mm, Thing. Because oh. I mean, Jackie called them out. So that's that. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I know there are lots of companies for me personally that have been doing like lots of eye service, like eye service. It's yeah. more of a Nigerian slang than mm. actually. I don't know if it, we, yeah. we, it I get it's it. kind of pretending you're doing something without, you're just it's saying it for sure. Mm. We're actually, you're not planning to do anything behind there. There's no actions behind it. And we've kind of experienced that indirectly with us where, you know, when that happened, pro- um, companies came out and said, okay, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll give free scholarships, we'll do this, we'll do this, and we still haven't gotten anything from it. So um, I think those two companies, Fashion Nova, Pretty Little Thing, um, we, I think those were the, the massive ones I heard on Twitter. And, you know, just like yourself, uh, Billie Jean, I haven't heard any follow-through or follow-up. At least with my personal company, they did something. But it wasn't more so supporting black businesses, more so you know, around diversity and Black Lives Matter within the company. Uh, Ria, have you, did you experience any, you know, companies jumping on the bandwagon, trying to be like, oh, we're for the Black people and the Black uh, community? Hey, where do I start? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just talking about, these are companies that make, uh, you know, just things like my everyday products. One that absolutely annoyed me. What's this uh, big company that makes these plasters? The band band aid. Oh, the elastoplast. Elastoplast. They re- they released. And also Tesco. Did yeah, that no, shit. Tesco did it slightly before, and I remember that story for Tesco because it was oh, a black scandal. woman who basically yeah. uh, who pitched yeah. it, sold it yeah. to them, and then yeah. They so basically, just a rewind for our listeners. So there's always been like plasters made in. White flesh tone. And never in other other darker skin tones. So this lady, this is a few years ago, she pitched the idea to Tesco. And they were like, no, no, it won't sell. There's no need for it or there's no demand, so to speak. A few years later, this was, I think, last year or the year before, Tesco come out with these different colored band-aids. And they're like, huh? She was like, but wait. 
I told you guys and you said no. So now you've taken my idea and run with it. Fast forward to last month, you know, with this recent up, uh, like, you know, this recent chapter of Black, Black Lives Matter. And Elastoplast also does the same thing and releases plasters of different flesh tones. And I'm like, really? Really? Okay. This is an interesting one because the plasters have... I this, we, We've talked about uh, um, nude colored plasters for so many decades. For me personally, I think it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a small yeah, thing. I don't yeah, give too much yeah. of a shit mm-hmm. about it. In fact, I give very yeah, little yeah, of a yeah. shit. I have complained about it in the past. Mm-hmm. So you know what I did when, when we were in high school? The mm-hmm. fashion was to buy the ones with like Disney stuff on it mm-hmm. because they were white with lots mm-hmm. of colorful yeah. things. So we're like, yeah, it doesn't matter yeah, what skin cartoon. color looks yeah. like this. So it was kind of nice just to use a bunch of cartoons or something like that. Um, and there have been so many people. I think South Africa, at some point, they did produce flesh, um, different um, nude-colored plasters, elastoplast itself. Mm-hmm. So this is not some new... Yeah, it's nothing new. ...invention yeah. or innovation. Yeah. It's not a new idea. What was the problem here is how they went about mm-hmm. it. And then they promoted themselves as in, oh, look at us. It's time to stop this racism mm-hmm. and give exactly. black people the plasters they deserve. Like, like that was what was annoying about it, is that it, it's, not, yeah. it's not a big yeah. innovation. So, yeah. A white person could have come up mm-hmm. with this idea if they mm-hmm. wanted to. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm trying so to it say. It's just the way so they sold I'm, themselves. So I was using yeah. that as an example to show that a mm-hmm. lot of these companies, they're just doing mm-hmm. stuff. The stuff they're doing now, we've been telling them for 10 years. So there's nothing yeah. new here, right? There's yeah, nothing, yeah, yeah. you know, like even with this uh, Aunt Jemima business. Uh, <laughs> did you guys hear mm. about that? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. really? Really? It's been yes. in your face yeah. this whole time. And now you're saying, yes. oh, suddenly, oh, we can see. Eh? Really? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. No, yeah. no. I'm not buying. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not buying any of it. I'm I, mean, not, I'm, yeah. I don't believe in any of them. And that's why I keep saying just promote black businesses, promote black invention. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. want. I don't want mm-hmm. to see what you're doing with your products. I want to see the next CEO yeah. as a black person. Show me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, even that isn't anything. Yeah, it's not. But, it's not. You know. but, but then we need people like, you know, at the decision making levels at yes. higher, at, at yeah. levels of power at places of power so that yeah. you know even when they do their little mm. what do they call them before they launch something what's what's that when they gather people to, to question to see if they product like launch survey yeah. those product surveys research. yeah research. yeah you can't tell me that there's no black people sitting at those decision tables yeah but yeah. i think i think sometimes they are but they're not empowered or they're not listened to I've yes. I have felt yes. that where I have been in the mm-hmm. room, but I'm just there to warm up the mm-hmm. seat. <laughs> I don't actually get to have any oh, yes. say. Oh, yes. yeah. Or when I do, I'm ridiculed. Yeah. So yeah. it's I don't believe in having yeah. a, sister, a seat at the yeah. table. I believe in having yeah. power. That's true. Yeah. And again, we've been told you don't. You, nobody gives you power. You have to. Take and and let me even 100%. give you guys like an, a very funny story. And this happened to me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this was mm-hmm. uh, during my education years and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. put on an equality and diversity team. Mm. Just now you were put. No, well, well, I was I was invited, and I was like, oh. "By where? Where is this place in mm-hmm. India?" I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to mention it. Okay, but, yeah, but was this was Africa in, or in it the was UK? in the UK? In the UK. All oh, right, okay. And All they right wanted then. to put right. an equality and diversity team together, so they were just picking whoever is available, who is there. And I remember going for that. I went for one meeting like this one and I never went back again. Right. Because even in that one meeting, right, it was being run by an Indian lady and she looked around the table. She's like, huh? 
this is perfect. We have an Indian person, we have a black person, we have a lesbian, we have a this, we have a that. Wonderful. Let's go. And I'm like, huh? So, so, so when these businesses start talking about that's uh, wrong on all uh, levels. That on is so wait, wait, wrong. wait, wait. What's the issue? No, that's what they said. They said they're getting an equality and diversity team, and they picked someone from every minority, basically. Yeah. They just picked yes. and put you to, guys together, just for the sake of showing. Oh, oh we are diverse. You oh, get what I mean? So there was no, no action. There was no real this action. There's doing. no real. This is uh-huh. the power they no, have. No, right. no power. Yeah. Like you said. Right, you're just there for show because that's so the they thing. can take mm-hmm. a picture a lot, of you, and there's no power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really pisses me off. That mm-hmm. shit. Really yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think what we're all saying, or what we can agree on, is that these we're finding it difficult that even if we've identified these companies, we're we're finding it difficult to see the follow through months later. Like all these, when the everything was hot, all these companies were like, "We're doing this, we'll do this, we're pledging this, we're doing this," and now it's like crickets. Um. let's move that focus to people that are actually doing something and this is you know this one is my queen this one personally (laughs) i owe my life to let's Eh? talk about beyonce for a minute let's talk about my life it's my life i owe it to this woman (laughs) hey let's talk about beyonce um and during you know the i mean i felt like i felt like she was one of those people that like we were talking about companies that said they were going to do something people that said they were going to do something or didn't say they were going to do something just implied it and have actually followed through not only with her website and with that her song which i thought was fire but did you guys hear recently that she like you know partnered or she teamed up with naacp to you know support and uh have a fund for small black businesses did you guys hear this I didn't hear that, but um, what does that mean? Is that like loans or something? Yes, like kind of, I, I guess, to fund or to invest in small black businesses. They're giving like 10 grand, like grants, like dollars. But but, but, but the, double N, the, the NAACP has always done NAACP. that anyway. Yeah, but I mean, we let's please can we not take this shine okay. from this? No, okay, 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 okay. Now, okay. Wow, so so sorry, I, I think I think I will, I will refrain. <laughs> I have to say I will refrain I mean, from commenting because I, I I don't support your friends. That one. Share. Yeah. Oh my god! I, um, I mean, we no, there's always this conversation of, about the answer the capitalists, but that's that's a whole but other wait, episode. That's going to can be a you guys admit that at least? I mean, this was like a, a little bit followed through. Like, she, okay, wait. She's in the spirit, okay, let me not just brush this over with because okay. I have to put a pin on it, right? You've accused her of being a capitalist. Whatever, you know, I'm it's not disagreeing and I'm not agreeing in case she's listening to this. But I think mm, my thing is, do you would you say that, okay, fair enough. Her song, the whole Black Parade thing, the whole putting black businesses on her website and her new partnership with N. AACP, do you feel like that is helping? That is, you know, supporting black businesses, that is actually putting a dent. Um, is that what we actually want? I personally think it's good. She is someone with a lot of influence. That is her power. Mm. Um, Beyonce does for her for her level of influence, I actually think she's underpaid. Because I don't think she should have yeah. become a billionaire by herself without her husband. Yes. Um, mm. Last year, she earned $87 million. That is peanuts. Yes. Mm. Peanuts for Beyonce. Beyonce is supposed to be the top. Mm, 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 How mm. can the highest, most successful black woman in 
the the past what thirty years, mm, mm, uh, mm. just earns eighty seven million. Which which, which is ridiculous. less than Tyler mm. Swift. Like less than do, Rihanna. I mean, yeah, yeah, Rihanna. You see, she's diversified her portfolio. Yeah. But this is something I love about Rihanna and Beyonce. They are about it. Yes, they are. They are. Mm. They are consistently about it. Mm. They. I know that. Fine, they're capitalists. Whatever. We kind of all are because we're in the system. But they are people <laughs> who are using what they know, mm. what they understand, mm. what is in their power to mm-hmm. do something. Mm. And to me, that I can respect because there's a lot of people who are not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's very important for celebrities to do these things openly mm-hmm. because it normalizes doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, at this point, doing the right thing is supporting black business. So I think it's important for them to openly do that. I'm not very yeah. keen on her husband's way of doing things because a lot of the time I just see how it profits him. I don't really see how it profits other people. Right. But with her, I can see that she's using her influence to help people. people yes, yeah. Like the website to me was super powerful. Like I was really happy because like I knew a lot of those brands. I was just like, look, at least I'm switched on. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it was such a powerful thing because those people sold out. They all sold out. Oh, wow. That particular day. Everybody was, everybody was like, oh my gosh, thank you, Beyonce, I've sold out. Like, That's insane. Now. Right? That's amazing. Okay. That okay. is important because mm-hmm. when you sell out, what does that mean? Demand. People mm-hmm. know about your brand. Mm-hmm. You can invest more in your brand. You can mm-hmm. hire more people. That is directly powerful. So does it make a dent? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She can't make all the dents by herself. But the amount of dent she made that day, impact. Mm. That is impact. I love it, and I'm, I'm mm. I fully support that because it does. It did make a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. Well, that's good then. I mean, I I've seen nothing wrong with anything Beyonce has done. Like I just I watched it that <laughs> My life is in her hands, honestly. Um, and I like the fact that you said you know because a lot of um, is like holding her face in her yes, hands. <laughs> I don't even want to go into what Mia has to say about Beyonce honestly because she's going to come up with something so that's why you, you notice I didn't even say Ria what do you think um, I, I, I haven't think, said nothing yeah okay, um, um, I mean you can say something if you want body to. language <laughs> um, you know when you're holding yourself like this eh? when you're holding yourself <laughs> do you know what yeah, no, because see, okay, yeah, okay to be fair okay, I will say that mm-hmm. on uh, you know on a day to day you know general life I am not a Beyonce fan. However, mm-hmm. I give her respect for that. Mm-hmm. Okay? For mm-hmm. those actions and supporting black businesses, I'll put my hands up and say, well done, girl. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, you can do more. And hopefully, mm-hmm. you can continue to do more. That's mm-hmm. all I'll say. Hey, we need to have a Beyonce episode because there's always this thing of, she's, is she doing enough? I'm just like, I want to see her husband do enough because... Let's leave her alone. Honestly, people are Listen, just okay, really okay, yes, okay, yes, we can talk about Beyonce. the husband. But then for me, guys, I've, I've given yeah. up on men. I don't expect anything. I'm sorry. So I'm like, <laughs> that is not no, what I you're yeah. going to say, but okay. No, I don't expect Damn. anything from the whole gender. They yeah. can mm-hmm. move on. It's, oh it's women. We, are, we need to run this world. We need to take charge. Amen. Look, yeah. Look, yeah, Beyonce yeah. already gave us the anthem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think out of, you know, most of the celebrities and stuff, I think I felt like she actually followed her words with real action, yes. like recorded a song. Yes. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot. I mean, I just felt, oh, kudos yeah. to her in that regard. But um, falling on, on like, you know, eye service and people saying, oh, we're going to do stuff and they don't. Lip I mean, service. Li- I, there's eye service and there's lip hey, service. Nigeria is eye service. Please. We c- teach me, teach me <laughs> the Nigerian way. Hey, the Niger way is that eye service is actually just, you know, pretend, like, 
looking, you know, putting a pers- like the image. Yes. Yes, just looking like you're doing yeah. stuff, but you're not doing anything. Just, uh, but you're doing it to look good. I think lip I service is different, kind of. I think lip service so, is saying, saying stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? So everybody who put the black tile mm-hmm. and then did nothing. Oh, did I, I have a list. I've been hey, looking. We I've did been, that too. Because oh, yeah, I, 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 on Instagram, I was like, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. if you, if oh no, we didn't do tile, that. I'll check in next month. No, I put it up and I said, mm-hmm. no, yeah. we did. Me, I have actions. The podcast, we put it up, but we actually yes. did stuff, right? Because we yeah, say our I mean, opinions, we're spreading awareness, we're sparking a conversation. So we actually did stuff. In my personal Instagram, I, I didn't do that shit, mate. Like, I don't have time for this social media shit. Like, if I do stuff, I just do stuff. Like, I don't need to put the black tile. For a podcast, I understand why we did it. But as a personal individual, my way of was going to protest, attending protests, you know, screaming from mm-hmm. the rooftops. I didn't mm-hmm. see the need to put a black tile. But nothing wrong with anyone that did. I mean, putting a black tile and then going back to posting naked pictures, I guess is something. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, so long as you <laughs> do actions, like, yeah. in your real life, exactly help people. Yeah. 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 Although I yeah. must say, I must say that there there are some people, and when I say some people, I'm talking about white people. When we, when I talk about these black squares, mm. right? it's mm. like I don't know. The, even within my personal friend list, there were some I knew. Hey, it's eye service, performative, in your face, right? They're just posting a black yeah. photo mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then since then, mm-hmm. I've actually found that some of my white friends have been actively seeking out black businesses. they're like oh oh i can you know Mm -hmm. i was like i'll respect that you know one of my friends Mm -hmm. was like actually i'm going to buy my makeup from this brand because they also have other shades of black in their makeup range i'm like okay respect respect i get that Mm -hmm. so that's you know Mm -hmm. that's something small it might be small to them but it matters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's true definitely and seeing youtubers most of these beauty gurus saying oh full face of black makeup brands you know in the channels i felt like that's doing something in a little way um so moving from that i just want us to talk about that surprise that we saw on twitter the list the ogre of all the lists of okay. like you know it started from the hair care you know companies right mm-hmm. us having that surprise that ah, <laughs> this is not black on ah you know, share butter. <laughs> what? Share moisture. Oh my god! What are you saying? Right. You know, Ciroc and Jemima. Right. Let's talk about this. Like, why own companies right. and profiting from black faces? And what do you guys think about reparations? Yeah. Woo! I mean, reparations is like deserves like a whole season of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, if I may go first, yes, it is, it is hilarious to me. So what? Uh, Kish is referencing is um there was like a thread uh, there are actually multiple threads um where people were like posting a photo of the brand mm-hmm. next to the owner mm-hmm. and a lot of the time it was black um products for black people mm-hmm. um but the owners were never black <laughs> some of them were so it was it was just like a fun way to like show mm-hmm. those that are and those that aren't and mm-hmm. a good number of them are not those of you who are still using Cantu drop it mm. i'm so sorry to tell you but there's a lot of, there's yeah. a lot of superior black owned products so you don't actually have to use those ones just because they're in boots and mm. you have to ask yourself the question why is it in boots mm. and why are the black owned ones mm. not in boots mm. true true the clue that is the clue i'm going to leave with you um but at the end of the day it was so 
It was so funny and surprising and yeah. enlightening and yeah. educational. What a fun! I love I love how people use social media to educate in yeah. such fun ways. Yes. Um, and yeah, there was a few shocks in there. Um, and yeah, this idea of using black faces to promote products is interesting because you look at things like Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben, and this, you kind of have this mommy um caricature of a black person. Yeah. That's historic and and um, there's a lot of brands that also had like, what do you call these? these like dolls or whatever they're like black faces and big red lips gollywogs the, uh, the, yeah like the collector items minstrel dolls yeah i think okay. gollywog is like the british w- word i think um word or whatever but anyway i don't really know the words because these are things <laughs> that to me are like new yeah. new things like i didn't grow up with that i yes. was aware that these things existed, existed yeah see them yeah and to think that some brands got rid of theirs like in the 90s i'm just like excuse me it took you how many years after the civil rights movement to take that off your brand mm. but you see these things that you just like a lot of the time people look at Aunt Jemima and uncle ben as this nice the nice black person who is of service to you mm-hmm. that's what's sinister to me because mm-hmm. they're usually of service mm-hmm. um look at mr muscle Buff white guy, isn't he? Buff bald white yes, guy, Mister Muscle. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you look at him and you're just like, this, this, this. they've tried to sex him up. You know what I mean? Mm. Yes. It's an interesting way to look at it. You mm. don't find brands where they're trying to sex up a woman and selling her to you if she's black. Mm. Um, and Jemima on the other is this auntie that you, mommy. You know she cook for you. She's a, the yeah. mommy. She'll take care of you when you shit on yourself. She'll wipe you. You is pretty, you is the image. Those ones. Yeah, you is kind. Yeah, basically you <laughs> help, right? <laughs> this thing where you're of service and this is the problem is that you might not think you may not think that's a bad thing, but the problem is yeah, historically that's, it is mm, this yeah. thing of blackness as of service you know? Yes, yes. Um I mean Siroc, I don't care. I don't buy that shit. I don't drink that shit. <laughs> but it's there. Um I feel like I'll talk about reparations in mm. a bit, but yeah. Can I just also use the opportunity to plug in like a business promo because this is a black owned mm-hmm. business. It's a hair care business, mm-hmm. ladies. It's called Nyla. Mm-hmm. I've been using it for two years now and I personally know the CEO who's a black How woman. N Y L A H. And it's owned by a black woman, hardworking black woman who has done her research to build her brand. This nice. brand has won awards so far. I don't know why mm. all these companies oh. aren't fighting to try and, and get it on their shelves. Mm. Yeah. Oh. We should probably like ask her yeah. if she has like, you know, discount for our listeners. That would be nice. Actually, um, yeah. Oh, Nyla Naturals. Yes. Mm. Mm. Nyla's Naturals. So the website is N-Y-L-A-H-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nyla's Naturals. This is pretty branding. I like the African print. On the yes, yes, yeah. she's yeah. done her, and, her science. Yeah, I like, I like the fact that you mentioned Aunt Jemima, um, Jean, You mentioned Uncle Ben, and that obviously sparked a lot of debate. And you know, you know, these companies coming out and saying that oh, they have you know profited from these faces. I remember Uncle Ben. They even said they were going to change the image on their products. Um, and they admitted that they've been profiting. Um, but I also want to um, highlight some of the companies so that people are aware, um, especially around the hair company, because we already know like hair in the black in, in the black community is a billion dollar industry is a billion dollar industry. So you've mentioned Cantu. 
I know share moisture, at least share moisture. I know they sold their, uh, their most of their shares, you know, to uh, white owners now. So they do sit in the board of directors. But mm-hmm. I just feel like they own a little percentage of the company. So technically, it's not really black owned. But do we know any other companies that we actually saw on that list? The list is a long time, you know. I know Africa's yeah. best, Africa's best was on that list. Um, Africa's best. Ooh, um, uh, what's this very popular one that just came out of? Oh, Carol's I'm, daughter. I'm Carol's daughter. Isn't that black owned? Um, I think Carol's daughter wasn't. I think they oh, sold no, it. Oh no, really? But correct me if I'm okay, wrong. Okay, so it's an it's an interesting thing about selling it because I understand why you do that. You don't necessarily want to slave away for the rest of yeah. Your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but but like it's, it's it's interesting that we can't sell it to a black owned something, right? Like the option to sell something to black owned doesn't exist at all, and that to me hurts. Mm. Um, yeah, that's really upsetting because mm-hmm. I'm just like, look, this is why I'm just like. Now our billionaires, our Jay Zs, can they also not come, not do something mm-hmm. like that? Because they can. Mm-hmm. They have the mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. They have the influence. They have the power mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. They could build that. That black companies could have an option to finally sell to a black. Like yeah. you only have the option to sell to Asian or black or white. You don't have the option to sell to black. It's not an option. It doesn't exist. I feel like that's yeah. what Nipsey Hussle was trying to do. Right. Oh, is that because I don't know anything about Nipsey? Nipsey. He he was he he really tried with his community. He really tried. Um, Mm -hmm. I've just found uh, maybe a list of some other companies that I I Mm -hmm. feel are very relevant, especially for our African listeners, guys. Yeah, dark and lovely. Yay! Ah, but that was a write off. That was a write off, mate. When they started, you know, selling us relaxers and forcing it down our throat, Uh I knew dark and lovely is a fucking write off, mate. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that one. I was just like, <laughs> I ain't surprised. Um, I think I found a list here. If my internet cooperates, I'll be able to share with mm-hmm. you guys. I but know. Yeah, um, Miel Organics is still black owned. Um, African Pride isn't. Miel African Pride. That's the one I was thinking of. African Pride. Yes, it's not. Which is ironic. It's Asian owned, isn't it? I'm telling you, mate. It's so surprising. Which which. African. <laughs> mm. The ancestor. The ancestor. When they say they mean, yeah. an, uh, hey, the original. They, hey. they mean basically my great, 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 I'm very happy. Brian Marks. Very happy. He better be happy. I mean, the picture I'm seeing, he's so happy. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> no, it's a it's a nice picture. Um, it's just that it's like it's unfortunate. Like it's 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 put in the context of this particular problem. Um, <laughs> um, can you guys think of any others? I don't know, but then I feel like if we find more, um, we should we should we should post it. We should post it. Yeah, sure. I mean, I I I definitely find like like this particular scandalous thing. It's really funny. All mm-hmm. right. Cool. Well, I think we're just going to go for a break now because I need to flipping top up my uh, rosé wine. The weather is nice. Is that what you're drinking? You know? I, I am, mate. I am. I'm I'm not even, you know, waiting or, you know. Let's go for a break <laughs> and then we'll be right back. NylaNaturals.com is 
a black owned hair care brand that I absolutely love. I've been using their stuff for about two years now. Um, and I absolutely love it. I just keep going back. I use the shampoo, conditioner, hair oil, hair teas, and it's, it's done my hair a lot of good. So as a thank you to our listeners, we've hooked you guys up with a 30% discount. All you have to do is get on their website. That's nylanaturals.com and shop, shop, shop. When you get to check out, all you have to do is type in the code diaspora and trust me, you will enjoy these products. Welcome listeners. So I personally have just had a top up of my rosé. I'm not going to mention the brand because they are not paying me shit. Um, but uh, before we went on a break, we're talking about like, you know, the list of black owned uh, companies that we found, we saw on Twitter, the, the list and the thread. Um, and we spoke quite um, extensively about, you know, white companies using black faces. Um, I just want us to move on quickly, but I one thing we didn't really touch on was the reparations. And I think we should talk about that a little bit. Yeah. What do you guys think about yeah. that? Reparations is this idea of being paid or something being given back to you as a result of like previous in- injustice. Mm-hmm. Um, reparations have been paid in the past. It is not a new concept. It is not something only black people are asking for. Yes. It is something that um, has been given to UK, US. It's been, it's happened. It's happened yes. in the past before to everybody except black people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when black people ask for historical injustices that are really, truly horrific, mm-hmm. everybody now has questions. <laughs> Do you guys know that our tax money has been used up to, was it 2015, to pay back mm-hmm. people who, to pay back the slave owners in the, in England for them losing the slaves? Yep. Fucking Our hell. taxes. Fucking yeah. hell. My money went into the pockets mm-hmm. of fucking slave owners. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I personally am 100% for reparations. It's a good episode on reparations from Freakonomics Radio. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, it's really, um, they, they talk about the pros, the cons, etc., etc. I personally think it's going to be, the longer it takes it, the harder it becomes. Um, so it's going to be really difficult, but I feel like this is why supporting black business to me in particular is really important because I think it is one way mm-hmm. of helping black people catch up mm-hmm. based on historical injustices. Right. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. And I, you know, it's been, I mean, especially for the U S where, um, a lot of like the black, uh, community or African Americans are asking for repatriations and, you know, uh, for each political candidate or pre- pre- presidential candidate, you know, they've tried to bring that in. And I still strongly feel like, you know, people are not going to go for it. They still don't feel like because slavery was legal, they don't owe anything, anything, um, anyone, anything. Ria, do you have anything to add to that? Step one, dismantle the Commonwealth. Ah! Good one. I good mean, what, what wealth is common? Yeah, exactly. Good one. There's one thing I like about the Commonwealth. There's one thing I like about the Commonwealth. One thing I like about the Commonwealth is a great opportunity for former um, colonies yeah. of 
the UK to stunt on them hoes when we win, when we kick their ass in athletics. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. Nothing else. Okay, thank you. Because the wealth is not common. Thank you. You know, nothing else. And you know, it's this this thing that I think the queen is, the queen is the person who leads the common Right? Mm. It's this thing where it's like, oh, we are kumbaya. All of us have like these shared values. Nye, 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 nye. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. But it is. Um, it it does has has also one other benefit is that you can vote in the UK if you're a legal resident mm-hmm. and you're from a Commonwealth country. So if you don't know that, and you better vote. Do not tell that to the the people who hate black people, please. Oh, <laughs> they're the ones I love to. Don't tell, tell them. They're the ones that no, 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 it will it's trouble Ma'am, maker. they'll take that away. They will take that away from us ASAP. Mm. They will take that away from us. That's the only danger. So tell people who it could benefit from that. Um, because it's really important. But uh, yeah, the Commonwealth is dumb. Like I don't see. A it's a pointless yes. union. I don't I, I see feel, it. I but feel obviously, like what it does is it keeps yeah. like the let's say African leaders specifically the mm-hmm. African in, leaders who are in members check. of it in check, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're yeah. always going to be little puppets. They're going to be babies begging their mother for, for, for a worm, mm-hmm. you know? Like, please, <laughs> you know? I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no. It basically keeps the imperialist dream alive. But I'm just like, every other empire is fucking gone. Why do we still mm-hmm. want to pretend like they're good or we should actually, like... The one, when did we ever benefit? Look, like this is it. Follow the money. Yeah. Hey, if you ever yeah. doubt about anything in the world, yeah. follow the money. Yeah. Then you have all the answers. So I feel, yeah. And this one is the same. Yeah. Follow the yeah. money. So I feel that's cool. step one yeah. towards reparation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, we always we we've been talking. Let's try and bring this back and be a little bit realistic. Like you know, I've heard what all you ladies have said, and I largely agree with most things you've said. But I can't help but feel like, hey. I mean, I said in the beginning of the podcast that I didn't consciously, or this episode, that I didn't really consciously look into black business, like supporting black businesses for many reasons, because I've been burnt, if I'm to be honest. And this is a very special case when it comes to hair, right? Like all of us know that (laughs) we black women and our hair, we've had this love-hate relationship. And it's, um, I don't want to say a monopoly, but where do we get our heads done our hair done is mostly black businesses like is it mostly a black owned salon or something like that because i can't go to a european salon and say oh get my hair done so with that i have received the worst customer service ever mm-hmm. and for me that really turned me away from going to black owned salons mm-hmm. or going to black salons in general like now i do my hair in my house but i just feel like Yes, we keep talking support black business, blah, 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 but let's not ignore why people don't support these black businesses. Mm. For me, I haven't experienced the best customer service. I've experienced mm. rudeness. Mm. I've experienced lack of professionalism. I've experienced just not what I paid for, basically. Mm. Um, but why do yeah. you guys think people don't support black businesses? Or why do you guys in the past or currently hesitate you know, to support black businesses? Yeah, I mean, I've also been, I've, I've not been burned badly, but I have experienced bad service very many times. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so sorry to say this, but Nigerian restaurants are the worst. Hey, <laughs> I'm so wow. sorry. Hey. I've, done the, I've done the Ghanaian, mm-hmm. I've done the Jamaican. Ah. It can all be rude, but Nigeria, eh, 
do you know what? I went to this woman. I said, can I have this and this and this and this? You know, she she just nodded at me. She's like, mm-hmm, okay. She went to the back. She called, told her friend, can you go do all this nonsense? <gasps> her friend oh came to me. God. No, she didn't say that word. But she said, she, she was basically telling her, I don't want to deal with these two idiots. <gasps> um, it was I was there with a white person. So I don't know if that was the issue. So this, they, oh, so this no. lady came to us. So after I had explained to her what I wanted, she was just basically like refusing to, the first lady, she was basically, instead of saying, oh, this is how you order here. Because I don't know if she had a problem with how I was ordering. I was just like, oh, can I have some of that? Can I have some of that? Can I have some of that? Yeah. Um, I think she must have had a problem with that. Instead of telling me, look, this is how we do things here. I would have just followed this fucking instructions. They're not instructions. She just looked at me like, you know the way they look at you up mm. and down. <laughs> like, I'm a, like I'm a fool. Yes. That's how she looks at me. But yeah. I was just, I, I told I told the one, per- one person I was with, I was like, I, before we entered, I was like, by the way, the service here might be dreadful. Just FYI. And oh, I hated saying that. Imagine. Because I know this is a thing. And this we have this joke black people have where if the service is bad the food, the food is, good. is good like yes. like the, the worse the service the better the food which is really horrible i personally do not like that shit mm. at all mm. <laughs> i must say i've experienced that in a jamaican restaurant and let please oh it's not because i'm nigerian i'm moving blame ah no i mean everyone's experience is everyone's experience but i have uh, speaking of that i've experienced that same thing in the jamaican restaurant and i was with the jamaican guy and i just made him order i think from my accent she knew that i wasn't um from around or she kind of picked up that oh this person must be kind of african in some way and she she just literally the 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 evidence was in the food that she gave because after I placed my order and I said, I want this, this, and that, we left the restaurant. I noticed that the guy had meat in his takeaway. Me, I didn't have any meat. I didn't have any plantain. Oh, you didn't have plantain. I said, oh. I was like, I told you. Because you know, there has been no. this long standing. And it was like a, it was like a, it's a popular Jamaican restaurant in East London. I'm and so I, sad. the thing is, because obviously, you know, there's been this long standing rivalry between some old school people are still holding on to that African versus, you know, Caribbean thing, the old ones in that community. So I think mm-hmm. that's what happened. Because I kept telling him in the restaurant, I was like, mate, she's not listening to me. She's not, he's like, you're, you're tripping. We went home. I didn't have plantain. I didn't have meat. I said, what is the point? <laughs> I'm so sorry. How can you? How can you not have plantain? That makes me so sad. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing. I guess it is. It is. No, that, that, it is that's that's general, a I don't shit on Nigerians, like, but I think it is I a general know. thing. Black black businesses do. A lot yes. of them fail because everybody's like the service is horrible. Mm, yeah. There's this um um this particular Ghanaian place that opened near Liverpool Street Station. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Um, right next to, do you remember them? I know them. Yes. Huge. They did a lot of promo. The food was alright, but when I went in there, mm. there's three people dishing out food and serving um and there's two two women in the back who are just chit-chatting and ignoring customers and my head i'm wow. just like do you want money mm-hmm. do you understand how business mm-hmm. works it's like this it's like they live in the uk mm-hmm. they know when you go to a shop mm-hmm. you can expect this level mm-hmm. of service you pay money you demand the level of service because you paid money how yeah. come people forget this when they start a black business yeah how, wh- how come there's no correlation between if i give good service if i provide something yes. to people they give me money it's like well, yeah. how do you think you're going to get your money? Mm-hmm. You have to earn it. Like, yes, you don't yeah, get it true. automatically. Yeah, like, it's yeah, such yeah. a weird thing. So I don't know how it is. I personally think if I started a business, a, a black business, um, my thing, the thing that I would do differently is have amazing service. Yeah, yeah. 
Because people never people remember how they felt when they went to your shop or whatever. They will they'll they remember the feeling they got. Even if the food isn't that great or whatever it is, the service isn't that great. They'll be like, you know, but when I went there I felt like a queen. Yeah. 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 I agree, yeah. I agree. And and service is in everything. It's not just in uh you know, it's it's not just like in the food industry. I've also experienced mm. this, uh, you know, in the food industry in restaurants before also it was sadly a jamaican restaurant but then i've been to many so i can't <laughs> it was just one particular one it's just one particular yeah. one that was they were just rude. yeah they were just like rude but then there's others so many i've been to like even around the corner from me i'm i'm, I'm a local there why because of the service they give good service mm. right mm, they mm. they even know me by face now like they i walk in and they're like hey how are you you know you just feel at home kind of thing which yeah, is really yeah. lovely which is really lovely and they go the extra mile you know they'll be like oh we know that you you know you like maybe some extra dumplings i threw an extra dumpling in there for you kind of thing which yes is, you know true. it keeps me going back but then it also applies yeah. to other sorts of businesses like online businesses and things like that i mean i think mm-hmm. black people need to let go of cpt what is cpt color people time Stop yeah hallelujah no, they need to Hallelujah. No, they need to let get of it. Yeah. You're not calling it African No, time. it's not just yeah. African. Yeah, it is an yeah. issue. Yeah. It's interesting to me because I feel like if, you know, between my personal life and my work life, like, I look at time differently. I respect people's time when it comes to professional professionalism. And it's weird that how people lose that because these are not people who don't know what it's like to work as a mm. professional. So it becomes interesting that the expectation, they drop the ball for themselves yeah, in that yeah. respect. So I think you're really, that's a really good yeah. point. Yeah, it's like, African it's time. like, or, and expecting you to be okay uh-huh. with it. Delaying, <laughs> delaying. I'm like, listen, I ordered this five days ago. Why hasn't it arrived yet? You said three days mm. shipping. You said three days shipping. Hmm? Mm. That you get me. what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But, but here's something I worry about is I think a lot of this, you know, I'm not going to make excuses for people. Let me leave them alone. But I was just going to say that sometimes they do have challenges in That's setting true. up their business properly. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, I don't, to be honest, I shouldn't care. If my, if my money is my yeah. money and I'd like it to be, you know, spent yeah. somewhere where people So improve the reliability, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. So apart from bad service, which most of us have had and, you know, yeah. timing, would do you guys think of any reasons why people might not support black businesses? um largely i yeah. don't know but then i've also heard something maybe from black business owners perspective yeah mm-hmm. where they say you know what it's actually hard doing business with our fellow black people because they keep expecting discounts <gasps> okay, oh that's that a good one that's a good one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i yeah so the funny thing is i can't relate to that i have this thing where if it's a big company i like to make sure that whatever i'm spending there i have a discount if it's a small business of any kind I'm usually okay with a yeah. markup. Like when you go to this, when you go to the an off license, they they the things there tend to be more expensive mm. because it's a smaller mm. business. And I'm like, I have the expectation, I understand mm. it, and I'm okay with it because it's a convenience thing. I'm not buying it because I'm going to buy in bulk. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing all my shopping there. Mm. Um, but if I go to Tesco, I better have like some kind of fucking discount with me. If I go to Boots, I'm definitely getting some points out of that shit. Like that is how I approach it. If it's a small business, so I've seen this a lot. I've seen people complain about it, and I don't get it. I, I don't know why people expect discounts. I understand like a lot of the time people do that with their friends or whatever, but even that yeah, I think is yeah, weird. Me too. Me, me personally, too. I'm just going to pay 
full yeah. price. So long as yeah. I know what the yeah. price is. If I'm like, getting the quality. And we agree on it. Like, it's not an issue. I don't expect discounts, but I ask for it because I firmly believe in if you don't ask, you don't get. So whether it's a small business, big business or whatever, I would just ask, are there, is there any discounts? Even when I do online shopping, I always do a search for voucher codes for discounts, whether it's a small company or not. So I am coming from that perspective. I, I don't know that is, should I stop asking? Because I mean, re, just re, now, Ria advertised a friend's business and I was like, oh, do they have any discounts for listeners? Because you have to be aware that there are lots of people that can't afford certain things. I mean, it's, they're students, right? We all know the students, they're elderly people. Like there are people that can't, would love to have your product, but can't afford it. So I think mm-hmm. with any clever business plan, you should, and, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with business plans. I don't have this, but you should, you know, find a way to retain your clients, keep them coming back. And these are some of the ways you can do that. So I don't think it's particular to black businesses. All right. So I just feel like we should, um, I, I don't see anything wrong in having, I, I think good business plans, whether it's black business or not, there should be some kind of ways of retaining and rewarding customers for shopping with you and why they ch- they've chosen you. However, I can understand where, you know, I don't think it's a black people expectation. I think it's just a people expectation. So I get what you're saying, Ria, but at the same time, I'm like, May, your business at the end of the day, these are things that you should, it's not something you should get like irritated about because I mean, there's so many businesses out there. We're choosing you to put our money in. Do you know how much it is, how hard it is to make five pounds in this time and age? Yeah. Can I can I highlight a company? Um, Jamie, Love Jamie, I think is the website. They basically, you basically buy a card. You do spend money, but you get a discount. So it's basically all black businesses on there. So you get this like loyalty card. Oh, okay. There can you spell it, please? Um, L-O-V-E-J-A-M-I-I. Okay, love Jimmy. So I personally like it. I got it at a discount. Hey, at Black Girl Fest. <laughs> um, so there are ways to get it at, at a discount. But then over the years, it's one of those things that it ends up adding, you know, the money comes back to me. Yes. Um, because all the spending I've done on my hair products, my skin products, my candles, whatever. And this is a nice thing. And they also have those sexy um dashiki bikinis. Ooh, yes. 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 Oh, yes. <laughs> They do. Nice. So it's not like you're going to go there and you're only going to have two options. You have multiple, okay, multiple okay. Another one is Hair Pop. H-A-I-R-P-O-P-P. That is black-owned hair brands only. So the thing there is you do get discounts. Mm. So it's like they, they do exist. We just need to be aware of mm-hmm. them. Um, mm-hmm. So these are some good some good places where you can get regular shit. Yeah. Later in the podcast, I think, Billie Jean, you need to highlight the website we need to go to to find all these brands because you've mentioned a few things. Not only the sexy yeah. dashiki, you know, bikinis that I need my <laughs> boobs to look good for this summer, but, you know, other things you've mentioned like the hair pop and stuff. So we need to, you know, yeah. hook up our listeners and stuff. Let's move very quickly. I mean, what I want to discuss next is because Ria highlighted this when she said uh, from the perspective of the business that people are asking for discounts or people expect discounts. I mean, what do you think the uh, the issue is that these black businesses face? We've highlighted some earlier, Billie Jean, you said funding, you know, it's difficult for these businesses to get funding when you mentioned um, being sort of like an ad- 
an economic disadvantage just mm-hmm. being part of the minority group in in the west what other issues do you think that black businesses face would you mean in the west or generally in the world. Joe, please let's go generally, generally. Generally, okay. So for, for I'll I'll talk about like some of the issues a lot of black businesses face, say in Africa, and mm-hmm. one of them is, for instance, even the infrastructure matters, right? Mm. Especially if you're mm-hmm. you know doing a, like a supply and demand kind of business and you have product to move from one place to another, not having yeah. good roads is going to limit that already. Mm-hmm. True, you know. Or electricity, a, electricity, availability of fuel, mm. availability of yes. this, you know, all the basic, mm. you, you know, reliable mm. internet. A lot of these services mm. that are required to even just run your business smoothly. So you mm. might have the, the perfect business plan. You might have everything set in, you know, but then nothing is nothing is ever set in stone. There's so much, so many things that are so unpredictable that I find a lot of business owners are facing and, and dealing with successfully. So um, there's ways around it, but I feel like these are some of the issues a lot of businesses, especially in their early stages starting up, have to face Mm. and have to overcome, Mm -hmm. which makes Mm -hmm. it harder. And, you know, like also adjusting their market prices, it, it, it makes that like inconsistent. So what about in the West? hmm. Well, 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 in, in the West, barrier number one, white supremacy. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, white supremacy is one thing, but I think the other thing I'd rather just for me personally, I like I like to look at it as racism rather than white supremacy because when you're getting it from Asians, it's not necessarily white supremacy. True, true. Um, and uh, I think the other thing that yeah I mentioned was funding and suppliers. So funding, yes, it's obvious. It's black people don't get a lot of funding, so you can't actually invest in your own shit. You can't actually do mm-hmm. something. White people are never mm-hmm. gonna do. It's not just funding; it's also having a community mm-hmm. that is able to fund That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, most of us, um, we know that everybody, your auntie started a business by getting two grand from everybody, that kind of thing, right? So mm-hmm. many investors have people around them. But if you're a white person, you're getting you there's already generational wealth, so mm-hmm. you're getting twenty five grand. True. Yeah. So you're starting at a very yeah, and you're already a member of the country level. club with other rich people in it. You're exactly your uncle so and so can introduce you to auntie so and so who's got this business who's got that so connections are there and mm-hmm. we're still struggling to do that because of racism we're not able to infiltrate those communities they won't give you a space mm-hmm. who are you huh who are you mm-hmm. you know so they'd rather obviously do that for their nephew mm-hmm. than to do that for some random black person so we don't have access to those things mm-hmm. um yeah definitely funding we don't get funding it's ridiculous because black women in in most parts of the world um, in Africa, in Europe, in terms of the success rate of their businesses, mm. it's really it's the highest demographic of having a successful business, mm. but the lowest funded. Which mathematically, if you're just being logical about it, makes no motherfucking sense because that's dumb. You're literally overlooking the people who will give you money for sure. Like so, it's or rather with a higher guarantee. So it's really ridiculous. Um, um, and the other thing that I alluded to was earlier was the earlier was the supply issue. A lot of um, a lot of African or rather black-owned brands struggle with that issue a lot. So you cannot, you want to go and start your hair business where you're, you know, you know, getting the finest um, extensions or whatever, and they block you. It's very difficult. It's very very difficult. Not only that, they they come together. They re, you know they they close ranks and they decide that you're not going to get your business off the ground. There was this amazing. 
um, business, um, black owned women led in the US where they basically had like all these hair products and a beautiful shop. The shop was gorgeous. The pictures were amazing. And they went all over social media. They got a lot of media attention. It looked amazing. Did they survive more than a few months? No, because the supplier said, nope, you're not getting jack shit. We're going to shut your shit down. And they were successful. They shut their shit down. Mm -hmm. So this is what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And you can't, and it's very difficult because the moment you open your mouth and say something, what are they going to tell you? Ah, this con this conspiracy mm -hmm. is a mm -hmm. lie. You're just mm -hmm. lying. You know, you're just, you're just pulling the race yeah. card. But these are real. Yeah. These are yeah. the realities. That's, that's why I said. Doing business is hard. Period. It's hard mm -hmm. enough. Having to deal with that on top, it's very difficult. It's very discouraging. This is why the shops that tend to have some kind of success are the ones that are small, mom and pop, and they mm -hmm. can scale themselves. Mm -hmm. Right? Your corner shop selling patties, that's it. Mm -hmm. But they cannot scale themselves. They cannot open a branch two, branch three. It's impossible. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you cannot, you can't dream big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And that's why I say mm -hmm. it's very important for black people to be involved in every step of you know every step of like let's say production line from 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 the ground from the earth from the plant to whatever yeah. all the way yeah. to supply all the way to manufacturing they need to be involved in all those steps we can't just be at yeah. the final yeah. end saying we're trying to start a business and trying to uh, now find suppliers from this other continent or or manufacturers from this other continent mm -hmm. it's, no. very hard it's very hard because you're competing with people who are already doing have have all the suppliers Yes, want. yes, but then at You're the same time, that. at it's the same so time, while we're competing with them, we're also taking some of our consumerism away from them. Also, no, I get that, yeah. but the thing is, this is why it's important for us to support yes. black business because the ones who are mm. trying, they're facing so many big challenges. Mm. Um, it's just it's it's so unfair. It is so unfair. I mean, I'm not gonna mention the brand, but there is a pretty popular, um, black hair, uh, brand that I personally brought this up with the, the CEO and she was just like, girl, if I told you those stories, you'd cry for me. So it's one of those things where you're just like, they are doing their best. Mm. They're doing proper research, mm. but they can't get any support. Mm. They have to crowdfund. Everybody's crowdfunding. And this is why I like things like Blackout Days, that you get to highlight these things and you get to crowdfund and you basically invest and stuff like that. But here's the thing. You already have to be savvy financially savvy yeah you already have to have access to those things you'll notice that people who do those things already have some they already have some um backing they already have some privileges mm. that the rest don't mm. so it's just difficult you know this thing is you know like the american dream this is what black people in the states for for example it tends to be sports and music mm -hmm. and think about the music it's the genre that they created mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you're not going to be a successful country star mm -hmm. the same way a white mm -hmm. person but you can be a successful hip-hop star so mm -hmm. you have to create mm -hmm. your own yeah. thing I and now look hip-hop hip-hop is full of white people yeah true <laughs> so. I mean, yeah that's true i wanted to even backtrack as to a point uh Rhea made earlier about you know exploitation of this supply chain where you know people you know especially this happens a lot in africa and you see some of these western companies i mean companies like body shop saying oh you know we are directly <laughs> giving to these people that have produced this i know with their share butter range they have actively promoted this product line and this campaign using black women and their faces and ghana and the women saying same thing with argon oil as well that you know we are giving back we're directly giving back to these women and buying directly from these women so that they can get 
a cut of the profit as opposed to a middleman and then these people don't see anything i think that's a point that Ria um mm-hmm. mentioned earlier about this happening in the supply chain where they sell these products for cheap and it's the middleman that makes all the profits you know the manufacturer or the people in africa don't make anything and same thing with music as well i mean same thing with the artist right uh the i don't know the hip-hop and the r&b you know out of everything that they are the talent and they sell their talent I mean, they make a snippet of what the CEOs or the labor executives make, right? So we see this as some of the problems. We need to have a stake. And also, I don't know. I mean, I know Rhea isn't a big fan of this girl, but Michaela Cole, um, I May Destroy You Girl, um, Chewing Gum Girl as well, mentioned recently in her interview of how, you know, she just wanted 5% of that and that why she didn't sell to netflix that i may destroy you show because she just wanted five percent ownership of that show and netflix just wouldn't give it to her so i think these are some percent is not even much exactly and these are some of the challenges or issues that black businesses or black creators really netflix who also had a black lives matter collection huh did they did they Hmm. did they yes (laughs) oh wow okay yeah, to add to the whole Netflix scandal, um, Monique's um, mm. case against them is going to yeah business. going to court. It's, yeah, it's going to court. Mm. So yeah, she was how much did they offer hundred and five hundred six five hundred Yeah, yet yet people who dollars you know, sorry like who are uh, they white and they they they're just white like they don't necessarily Amy Schumer they necessarily more yeah that's that's the one but whatever <laughs> like eight figures I'm just like. It's, I, I don't, I've never watched any Amy Schumer thing because she's so dry. She's dry like a, like a cracker, like a biscuit. Like, <laughs> she's no flavor, you know what I mean? She's so lame. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get the pe- I'm, I'm not a hater. I just, I'm just like, I don't understand. I don't see it. But it's okay. Everybody has preferences, right? Mm. Monique, on the other hand, this woman has, she's, she's done some amazing things. Oscar winner. Yeah. She's Monique. Oscar. She's freaking Monique. She's Monique. Look, she doesn't even know uh, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And people with two two names are coming. Yeah. Okay. So it is it is a it is it is annoying. It's it's sad. I'm I'm really happy for Michaela. She made the right decision. I'm really glad BBC helped. Like BBC has been good at They're stepping the up. They're stepping things. up. I hope. They're definitely stepping up. And they have um they have some good people in leadership positions who actually have power. Mm. Um like Jun Sarpong being the um director of um creative diversity mm. so it's really good like so she actually has power yeah so she's not just sitting she's not just warming a seat so that's great that's the stuff that makes a difference mm. but again at the end of the day look how much look how amazing her show is look how popular it is this is a thing it's like the imagine she had been given this chance 10 years ago right mm. and by the way she's not just successful for herself everybody involved gets to win Mm-hmm. So there's this thing about when people don't get to see that if, if they, I feel like they think that this is scarcity mindset. If so, if black people win, oh, we're losing. Mm-hmm. That's never, that's mm-hmm. never the case. Mm-hmm. That's never the case. Mm-hmm. When Beyonce is doing well, she's mm-hmm. hiring people. Mm-hmm. Many people are winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Her thing is her whole band is white, is is, is um women, right? Mm-hmm. All of her band is women. That's amazing. Like there's not many artists that do that. But as a result, all of these people be getting paid, mm-hmm. feeding their families. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it 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 pays things forward. So it's really important to support 
um, black creators and black businesses. So it's not just for that person. Yeah, alone. yeah, yeah. Cool. What happens now? Like, what happens now? So we've spoken at length on, you know, this whole black businesses, yeah, support, like, doing support, why you shouldn't support, what are the issues, blah, blah, blah. Like, what happens now? We move forward. We have to support <laughs> each other. <laughs> I know that's, that's... Take part know, in blackouts. Yes, yes, take part in blackouts. Find, find your local... Even, even You don't have to go far to find your local black-owned business. Or, you know, something within, you know, okay, if you have to go far, we're in the UK, it's quite, it's quite rare. Um, but, but there's lists out there and, you know, just, nice. just, just, just make it, I don't know, I, I don't know how to explain it because it started a few years ago with me when I just started doing it consciously, that it just became part of the norm, right? So there's some products I know, okay, I can't find this from a black business, I'll go buy it, you know, in my regular drugstore or whatever. But if there's something I know I can definitely find from a black-owned store, I will go there and buy it from there. Simple yeah, thing, yeah. you know? But I think... Something else. Sorry. Um, but I was going to say that as much as we're supporting each other, we also have to hold each other accountable as businesses. You know, if you see somewhere with bad customer service, leave them a small note. Excuse me, fix your customer service. I don't know. You know? Something like that. Because we want yeah, each other I, to grow. I think we should... Yeah, mm, for mm. sure. I, I, 100%. I really would love to see the service side of things improve because how can we, how can we be our own nemesis mm, here? Come mm. on. That is so stupid. Mm-hmm. That is, that is fixable because we also have gone to places that are nice, like that are the opposite of um, bad service. So it's interesting. Mm. Um, I was going to say something that, uh, advice I got from black owned businesses is to buy directly from them rather than going through a third party, mm. um, because then they're not sharing the profits, mm. right? Um, and so they can, you know, they can invest in themselves more. But of course, this is a company that you already trust, that you're vetted mm, enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I really think supporting each other. This is the thing. A lot of people think, oh, if you're supporting black business, it means you're not supporting anybody else. I mean, you're watching mm-hmm. Netflix. You're using internet. Mm-hmm. How many white businesses are you supporting as a result of just sitting on your chair mm-hmm. right now without mm-hmm. any more? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this bullshit that is racism or whatever is nonsense. And I honestly... Right. Skype, Zoom, everything you're using on your motherfucking phone, even recording the po- this podcast, recording this podcast, <laughs> yes. we are making you know? white people money. Yeah, right now. You know? yes. If it's not um, white people, so it's Chinese. Worry. It's just like it's everybody else, right? <laughs> And yeah. this is the thing, we, we have, we have, we're only asking for small slices of cake. We're only asking for 5% like little um, Lupe Record. That's it. Yes. And look at her, she's amazing in terms yeah, of she, accounts. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. And she's just asking for 5%. Five percent. Can you imagine? Hmm? Yeah. yeah. And then they want to complain like it's too much. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. I think that, you know, we should be conscious now. Like for me personally, like I said, I'm not, I've never really been conscious about, oh, let me see if a black business does this as opposed to, I just buy, like I said, I, I just go and buy stuff, right? But I think we, you know, good stuff and I buy it. I think now I'm just going to be a bit more conscious and being more selective because I think that without that, ideally we'll just go about our business. But I feel like obviously knowing all these things and learning these things that I have today, I think I should be consciously seeking out these black businesses. For example, if I need a print, I should probably see. Oh, and the thing is, funny thing is, I love African prints. Like, 
I love African home decor stuff. I just get my mom to bring it when she's coming. But I guess now I'm going to be a little bit conscious, you know, if it means, you know, helping someone in the community get a job, I definitely would do that. You know, if it means, you know, building up Africa by sending home, so, I mean, I already send home money, but, you know, sending home more resources than that really helps. We've highlighted, you know, what supporting black businesses look like and what happens now. I mean, um, Billie Jean really touched on like, you know, actively buying from small businesses and supporting them. I don't know if Ria, you wanted to add to that. Well, not really. She said it all. Mm -hmm. Yes, good. Um, so I think in 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 summary, we we all know that you know this is entrepreneurship. You know, with within the black community, where do you see the future? Like, what is the future of black entrepreneurship? What general? It doesn't have to be in the West. It can be in Africa. But where do you see? us going with this um i mean i assuming we do support black businesses and that means everybody not just black people um i think you know the sky's the limit um we can give so many examples of amazing things that black people have contributed to the world it's it's one of these things where i, I think i've said it before on the podcast the thing that frustrates me so much about any kind of discrimination or you know not letting people you know be their amazing 100% full selves is that we lose so much collectively we could have had cancer cures by now if we let mm -hmm. women participate mm -hmm. we could have had this we could have had that do you guys know about that 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 kid who well he's a grown up now who um built uh, uh instagrams for his like do you know where that technology comes from oh no the algorithm do you know where that comes mm -hmm. from a black kid people don't know that but this is what i'm saying mm -hmm. there's so much potential that we're all missing out mm -hmm. on because of that, our world is going to be better mm. when more people are allowed to be creative mm. and, and do amazing things. Entrepreneurship is so hard. Yeah. Mm. It's so hard. So I've, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think I think things will get better in terms of that. People like we like our money and our capitalism. So, mm -hmm. yeah. so I honestly think it's the future is bright in that respect. I'm seeing amazing things like BYP, um, um, Black Young Professionals, because I think they're head, they're trying to get their two million crowdfunding mm. and they hit their first target of 500,000 so if you are interested in investing that's uh, in black business there's mm. one um, and they're already profit making so they've already proven themselves mm. so it's not like you're you're starting from zero at 100% they've already been they've been around for quite a few mm. years mm. so there's lots of examples of amazing entrepreneurship and co companies that are helping these um, white owned or whatever owned companies that are helping these businesses so the future, I think, is pretty positive in that respect. Um, does it mean black people will get power? I don't think so. I yes. think we're going to have to grab that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have to agree. Like, I mean, I'm more so worried about the future of black entrepreneurship as not necessarily as black people, but coming from the African perspective. I genuinely worry about our economic disadvantage i genuinely worry about you know how the west looks at us in mm. terms of you know in terms of how we are being sort of blocked from moving forward it almost seems like we're regressing so for example the recent i hate to put this out because i'm nigerian after all but the recent uh, arrest of uh, 
this notorious social media so-called influencer aka a scammer um it's kind of put a negative light in terms oh, of this. the country and also in terms of paypal and in terms of businesses that process money and you know oh, so that guy this, yeah so it's almost like we are for me i'm more worried about black entrepreneurship not necessarily in the west but i'm more focused about african how we are regressing um in terms of not only do we have bad political leaders but like i said the reputation and you know companies all of a sudden saying oh we don't want to work with these people we don't want to work with this country uh because of these things uh ria okay um i know there's always like gonna be the individuals where you know you feel like you're taking two steps back and they push you back one step backwards mm-hmm. but um i've been reading a few articles from the economist about mm-hmm. global projections and mm-hmm. Just in the last decade or two, Africa has been one of the fastest economically growing continents mm. worldwide. Well, 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 wait, hold on. I've hold, heard of hold, India hold, as a country. On, hold on, I'm not done yet. Mm. I'm not done okay. yet. Right? And mm. this is primarily driven, right? When I say Africa, it's primarily driven by specific countries, which are the giants, right. like Nigeria, South Africa. Hallelujah. You you get what I mean. Those countries Mm. are the ones that are... (laughs) Let's face it, it's the truth, right? Um, Yeah. But Mm. these are the ones that are generally driving a lot of the economic progress so far, Mm. right, in the continent. Mm. And given Mm. future Mm. projections, right, in the next, say, they say by 2050, Africa will be probably the most relied upon continent resource-wise. It probably already is, but very soon the, the whole world is going to have to rely on us. Whether we have control of our own stuff or not, they're going to need it from us. That's that's why. That's where I say it's important for for Africans to grab what they have and hold it tight. It's that's that's the problem here. And I 100% agree with you. But the, the, the still fact remains that what is in Africa isn't for Africans. And that's my concern. And that's my worry in terms of black entrepreneurship because ownership is moving we're regressing with our ownership we're yes. moving far away mm. like some of the major airports in nigeria are technically owned by the chinese right mm. we've spoken about the chinese extensively in africa on this podcast but mm. we we still have to admit that we are almost you know lending our country out lack of a better word or lending our con- continent out subjecting it to if you can afford to pay us back it is yours if you can't we own it i mean so i am kind of worried about black black entrepreneurship outside of the west but i think it's looking up for us in the west especially in countries like america where we have you know constantly there's you know lots of entrepreneurs coming out of the woodworks good bad you know i mean you have to be impressed in many ways um how they've been able to um turn that around um i was gonna say just to add to that very quickly right because i feel like okay it's not us giving this away it's our governments not mm-hmm. us yes. people and yes like i and our governments like i don't know that times are changing and i lo- i'd like to be hopeful that even certain efforts even from this recent black lives matter you know mm-hmm. chapter i call it chapter a lot of other african countries um 
you know, a lot of a lot of African countries are coming out of it and saying we need to really decolonize and really think about decolonizing ourselves and our mentality. Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping with time over years, mm-hmm. this mentality will change and governments will mm-hmm. actually start to empower their own people into the ownership mm-hmm. of their own products and things. So all in all, I think we just need to support each other, support black businesses, come together and we don't we can't really tell the future but for now that's what we mm. need to do cool brilliant so yeah thank you uh, ladies for like sharing your knowledge i personally learned i think a lot from this episode um and you know it's nice to kind of keep that com- conversation going about black businesses black lives matter and stuff like that um we have uh questions for our listeners like which black businesses do you like? Uh, do you support them and why? We really want this to be a conversation. We want to learn from you guys and we want to know, you know, what you kind of like so we can check it out and support it. Um, in terms of how, you know, we can support black businesses, we have a few, I mean, uh, Billy Jean and Rhea have mentioned a few things. We've mentioned Love Jammy, L-O-V-E-J-A-M-I-I. Uh, we've mentioned Hair Pop as well. H-A-I-R-P-O-double-P. Please check them out. Um, uh, Ria has also mentioned her friend's business. Nylas um, Naturals. Yes, please check them out. Um, you can also check, I think recently we have the we had the Black Pound Day. So please Google that. That's a, a very good way of you to support black businesses. Just Google Black Pound Day. I think they have a directory of businesses that are taking part of that initiative and it'd be nice to support them black businesses that we like um i think billy jean has mentioned a few uh ria has mentioned a few i personally i mean i love i know this is not a black business so i'm not going to mention it but <laughs> i use um, share moisture quite a lot but don't use share moisture listeners <laughs> I'm I'm hoping to switch. Don't, don't be like this lady. Please. Yeah, don't be like me. This um, alternatives. I am moving. Um, getting to uh use Ria's friend. I mean, I've inquired about that business, but I also like this. I don't know their names. I'm so sorry, but they're based in Shoreditch and they make the most amazing chocolates. Yeah, um, I mentioned them earlier. Dark sugars. Yeah, dark sugars really good. Then Drink Lane. One of my. That's one of the best black businesses that Same. I really like. Um, I also like this lady that does prints and she does like the badge, uh, the pins. Um, um, Billie Jean, what's her name again? I know Dorcas creates D R C A S. Yeah, and stay away, and stay away from things. Nestle and Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> yeah, Unilever. Anything Unilever, yeah. stay away Look, from them. Use shea, yeah. ma- shea butter, please. Just use the butters. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Are yeah. there any other black businesses that you ladies like that you want to share with our listeners? Uh, not that I can think of right now. But hey, mm-hmm. I'll be sure. I'll I'll be sure to just post stuff on our Twitter, um, as we find them on our social media, mm-hmm. basically. Cool. So, uh, yeah, so thank you, ladies, for being here and uh, sharing your knowledge and recording with us. Uh, listeners, thank you for listening to us, as always. Uh, we would always ask for you to engage. Uh, please follow us on Twitter. Our, mm-hmm. our handle is at Diaspora Um, and you can always use that Diaspora Radicals pod hashtag. 
We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Podchaser, Podtail, anywhere. We're on all the platforms. All Please find mm-hmm. us there. Yeah. We also ask that you leave us a review on, you know, Apple and Spotify. Really helps us because we get feedback that way. Um, share with your friends and reach out. We hope to hear from you on the next episode. Bye.